The following is a sponsored program on WBT. The Ask Dr. Ernst Show is presented by Dr. Aaron Ernst, a board-certified chiropractic physician specializing in spinal correction, nutritional coaching, and cellular detoxification. And is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be a substitute for professional advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Seek a qualified healthcare professional before changing your health program or embarking on a new one. Visit AskDrErnst.com for more information. It's time to transform your health with one of the nation's leading and growing authorities in total health. Over the next hour, learn from experts on how to revolutionize the health of those you love most. This is Ask Dr. Ernst. And now, here's your host, Dr. Aaron Ernst. Good afternoon. Happy Saturday. You're listening to the Ask Dr. Ernst Show. Today, I'm your host, Dr. Aaron Ernst. Dr. Chris Demazar is pulled out of the studio for today. But I get this opportunity today to come at you hot and heavy in regards to health and healing. You know, we say this is a show where pounds are shed, disease is dead, and where you can be set free from your health problems. When you become your own doctor, when you become educated at to what the root cause of your health issue is, and this month in our series, we've been talking about diabetes. It's a condition, of course, that affects so many Americans. I think right now they're estimating into the neighborhood of 10 to 15% Uh, of Americans currently are diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. It's a trend that's starting to go skyward. Uh, They're estimating, again, about a 7 to 15% increase, which correlates to almost eight times the amount of diabetes within the next 10 years than what we currently have. And of course, figuring out the underlying root cause of this is always what our mission is, but it's also to help educate you that what you've been told is causing diabetes. If you or a loved one or a family member have diabetes, is not necessarily the case. You know, we used to think it was genetic, that it was a gene that was passed on through family history that would all of a sudden just get turned on. Now we've disproven that. There's identical twin studies. One twins ends up with diabetes, the other one doesn't have it, yet their genes are the same. They've even done microbiome studies where they've taken genetically programmed mice to be diabetic. They've changed their microbiome function. They've induced a fecal transplant. They put new probiotic bacteria into the diabetic mice, and they saw their markers for sugars and A1C start to diminish into that of normal even inducing weight loss. So some of the more recent studies are showing what we think, what we've been taught about type 2 diabetes is not necessarily the case. And there's even evidence that says, hey, it's not necessarily the sugars you eat. There was a rather rapid increase in sugar consumption in the United States before the diabetes epidemic started to take off. So if sugar and our consumption of sugar caused type 2 diabetes, the moment we started to increase our sugar consumption in the U.S., there should have been a correlated parallel rise in type 2 diabetes, and we didn't see that in the history and the trends. What we do see a history of, and listen to this, is the incidence of the amount of persistent organic pollutants. They call them POPs, the type of toxins that you have inside of your body. So our show topic for today is what if you have toxin-induced insulin resistance? What if it's not genetic, which we know it isn't? What if it's not your diet, which it isn't always? But what if you have these ominous toxins floating around in your blood, in your body, preventing you from being able to get natural sugar responses, have your insulin levels work, 
and have a controlled sugar reaction so that you wouldn't be labeled as type 2 diabetic. So if you're here today listening, taking metformin, glucophage, octose, Javandia, I mean, there's so many different medications for type 2 diabetes. I hope you pull over, open up your notes, really tune in and listen today. I'm going to share with you one of the most common I'll call it underdiagnosed, overlooked causes of insulin resistance, which is toxin-induced insulin resistance. They call it TIIR, where instead of you having normal sugar response, which let's talk about this, and again, head on over to facebook.com slash askdrernst, youtube.com slash askdrernst. We are live streaming. I've got infographics and guides and things that I've drawn and sort of you know, research, et cetera, to share with you. But in a normal, healthy environment, insulin is secreted in response to the amount of carbohydrates you consume. It lands on what's known as the insulin receptor on the cell. That opens the sugar channel, which allows for sugar to move into the cell. And then your mitochondria take that and they make energy, right? So we can make up to 38 units of energy per sugar molecule. And that's assuming that the insulin lands properly, opens up the sugar channel, and the sugar runs into the cell. Now, what we tend to find in individuals that have what's called toxin-induced insulin resistance is instead of insulin being able to land and activate the receptor, the toxin is bound to the receptor. We're going to talk about what does this and where these toxins come from. So therefore, the sugar channel doesn't open. Blood sugars start to elevate external to the cell, so in your blood, etc. The mitochondria don't get the sugar they need, so your energy productivity goes down, your inflammation goes up. That only makes this whole cascade worse. And what's causing this in this instance? It's the toxin that's bound and stuck inside the insulin receptor. Note, toxin-induced, so the toxin's causing it, insulin resistance, insulin can't work at the cellular level, thus sugar doesn't go through. And what we see as the side effect is blood sugar elevations within your blood, A1C starts to go up, weight goes up, energy goes down. You run off to the medical doctor, you get a standard annual physical, they see the spike in blood sugar and they may label it as prediabetes or diabetes with a prescriptive medication as the solution when in fact the cause is the underlying toxicity. Hey, listen, this isn't just me talking about this. Take a look at a published journal in 2021 in the uh, uh, critical review of genetic expression, the role of heavy metals in diabetes, mechanisms, and potential treatment strategies. What are they saying here? Well, listen to this. They're saying that toxic metals can bind to the receptor, blocking the insulin response, causing your sugars to go up, labeling you as possibly diabetic or pre-diabetic, when in fact it's the toxin that's causing the problem. Let me read you guys directly from this. This was published in uh, 2021. They're saying, ready for this, cadmium and arsenic, among other metals, are widely associated with atmospheric exposure in the United States. These two particular metals, when accumulated within the liver, the kidneys, and the pancreas, once they get into the human body, have deleterious effects on the metabolism of sugar, its association with metabolic pathways. What are they saying? Sugar going into the cell and making energy through the mitochondria. Particularly, it blocks sugar conversion, the production and the usage of it. It alters and impairs the enzymes that are involved in sugar regulation. 
and it impairs sugar functionality, which within the liver is a crucial role in diabetes pathogenesis. Translation, heavy metals have a crucial role in your ability to regulate your blood sugars properly, impaired liver and kidney functionality, as well as decreased pancreatic and muscle function can contribute to, ready for this, significantly, significantly elevated blood sugars. So what is this study that was just done about a year or so ago talking about? Well, if you have toxic heavy metals and they're interfering with the receptors, that could be the reason why your blood sugars are high. Thus, you've been labeled either type 2 diabetic or adult onset diabetic, being told to manage your diet, take a medication. You may not see the functionality work, and it's because of the underlying toxicity. Hey, listen, if you'd like more information on what are the toxins we're going to be talking about today, we're giving away a free ebook called Diabetes Heal Thyself. It has the three main underlying causes. We've been talking about this all for the last three weeks, the neurological effect, the gut effect, and the toxicological interference to your insulin receptors, which in my opinion is one of the leading causes of the functional reason why you may be a diabetic. This ebook is yours for free. Also, coming up in about a couple weeks, Saturday, April 8th, 10 a.m. in the morning, we're hosting our Diabetes Heal Thyself Masterclass. Not only do you get the free ebook, but you get access to the masterclass. All you need to do is text your name, the word diabetes, and your email to 704-906-2094. That's 704-906-2094. Again, the word diabetes, your name and email. The ebook sent straight to you. The registration information for the masterclass sent straight to you. We're going to reveal all the steps necessary for you to test, identify, locate, and find what's causing the interference behind your blood sugar response. And I know what you might be thinking. I don't have diabetes. I mean, maybe I shouldn't have to text in for this, or maybe I shouldn't come to the event. Look, they're estimating that upwards into the neighborhood of 25 to 30 percent of Americans, if they checked their sugars right now, would fall into a pre-diabetic category. Elevated blood sugars over 100 when waking up in the morning, which means you can't feel it, you don't even know it's happening, and I'm gonna be transparent with you. The majority of patients we work with have blood sugar regulation issues, not because of a genetic issue, and often not because of their diet, but because of a toxicological interference. When you identify the toxins and you remove them, if you're taking medications for type 2 diabetes, if you've been labeled a diabetic to any degree, you can start to see drastic improvements in your sugars and your A1C over time. It's incredible, and you have that opportunity. Again, pick up your phone, text the word diabetes plus your name and email to 704-906-2094. The Diabetes Heal Thyself ebook is yours for free. Access to the masterclass on destroying diabetes, Saturday, April 8th, 10 a.m. It's a live online webinar in the comfort of your home. You don't even need to leave your house. You don't even need to change out of your pajamas. You just need to take an action step, learn how to heal yourself, let your body go through a regulatory process of self-regeneration by removing the toxins, removing the nerve interference, and reestablishing that healthy microbiome like we've talked in the past, and goodbye diabetes, goodbye weight. Look, if you'd like to lose 10, 15, even 15, uh, 20 pounds, there it is. If you'd like to have um, more energy and have your skin be clear and have your focus, your memory, your attention come back, there it is controlling your blood sugars, 
Diabetes Heal Thyself ebook right now. Text the word diabetes, your name and your email to 704-906-2094. We'll send it straight over to you along with the masterclass access, which is a live event that I'm hosting Saturday, April 8th. It's 10 a.m. in the morning. There's no excuse other than the fact that you have to say, I'm going to text over and grab the information on how to get in. All right, check this out. Endocrinology Today, 2020, elevated ferritin levels amplify type 2 diabetes risk. Now, this is a unique one because this toxin is a little bit different. Ferritin is when iron that's naturally found in your blood passes through a liver that is congested and heavily toxic that gets bound to a protein and starts to accumulate with inside of the liver. What's unique about this is they showed participants, ready for this, in a study were 43% more likely to develop type 2 diabetes if they had serum ferritin levels greater than 150. Now, there's a very simple blood test that can be requested in order to find out what your ferritin looks like. One of the things we're going to discuss today is what are the tests you can do to determine how toxic you are? What are the most common toxins that affect the human body in reference to blood sugar regulation and can be causing the type 2 diabetes? What are some things you can do right now to decrease your toxic load, the nutrients, the vitamins, the supplements that you can start implementing? But most importantly, with regards to toxins, you have to test, identify, locate, and remove them, which is part of the exploration process that we teach here at Ask Dr. Ernst and also to all of our patients. So I think it's fascinating, isn't it? So we've got heavy metals, both cadmium, lead, arsenic, aluminum connected to type 2 diabetes. We have elevated ferritin levels connected to type 2 diabetes. This is a unique one published uh, back in uh, 2018 is the diabetes epidemic related to toxins. And the unique thing is this study actually showed correlation between every major toxin, arsenic, lead, aluminum, bisphenol A, dioxins, PCBs, phthalates. We're going to talk about each of these and the likelihood that the more amount you have of them in your body, the more likely you are to develop endocrine disruption, which leads to insulin resistance, which thus leads to type 2 diabetes. So we have oodles of research suggesting the more toxic you are, the more likely you are to have type 2 diabetes. And it's simply because, again, of what's known as toxin-induced insulin resistance, where instead of the insulin hormone landing on the receptor for insulin and opening the sugar channel, allowing sugars to flow into the cell and to be burned, the toxin interferes with the receptor, doesn't allow the sugar channel to open. So blood sugars pile up externally. You see it on the blood test. Your doctors find it with your A1C. There comes the label. Here come the medications. And now here's the interesting thing. All medications are toxic. We know they have side effects. And so they only aggravate the toxin-induced insulin resistance by taking the medication that you've been prescribed to lower your blood sugars in the first place. So if we can go the routes of helping you to identify what are the most common exposures? How do you find out if you have these things? One of the greatest tests you can ever run is a toxicological exam. I'll show you one right here. We use this through a lab called Doctor's Data. It measures your hair to determine the amount of aluminum, antimony, arsenic, beryllium, lead, mercury, platinum, thallium, thorium, etc. All these toxic metals to see 
are you toxic? Do you have the toxin-induced insulin resistance? This is an example of a patient who came in and you can see high levels of aluminum, high levels of antimony, high levels of arsenic, uh, lead is high, mercury is high, and this is the challenge now. Most people we work with will say to us, well, doc, I've, I've never been tested. I've never had a heavy metals exam. I've never had my ferritin levels tested. And when they come back positive and we correlate that to their condition, now it's about the removal of the toxins and then guess what happens? The condition starts to remove itself. Again, this falls into the category of how do you become your own self-healing doctor? Step number one, you have to learn more about your condition than even what your medical doctor knows. You have to dig deep into the research and the science and say, okay, look, this is connected, these are correlated, test for them, if they're positive, remove them, chelate them, detox them, and then the joy is, now guess what? Your body naturally knows how to heal itself, and by removing toxicity, cleaning the cell tissues out, insulin sensitivity increases, sugars can start to drop, and we've seen it over and over and over again. What's the mechanism behind blood sugar destabilization and toxins? Well, there's two main theories. Number one, Impaired sensitivity, which is what we just talked about. The toxin lands on the receptor, insulin can't work, so it's less sensitive, sugars start to elevate. And they also have shown that certain toxins can physically decrease the production of insulin directly within the cells of the pancreas. And so we know that there are a sort of double whammy from this. The toxins get inside the receptor, they block the insulin, therefore the sugars start to elevate, and at the same token, those same toxins affect uh, pancreatic production of insulin, so insulin levels start to drop over time, and we don't get as much productivity, so therefore we don't get the sensitivity, and therefore the sugars start to elevate. Some of the most common toxins that you're exposed to, well, A, they're in our Diabetes Heal Thyself ebook. So if you haven't had an opportunity to grab this, it's absolutely free. We're giving it away to all of our listeners. All you need to do is text the word diabetes, your name and email to 704-906-2094. We have some pages in here that go over the examples of the toxic loads, the tests that you can do to find out what they're at. We even have a cheat sheet key at the back that walks you through every heavy metal and its connection to organic function. So now's the opportunity to grab your ebook. Don't forget we're hosting a masterclass on destroying diabetes on the 8th of April. It's right around the corner, 10 a.m. in the morning, and I will walk you through step-by-step step the three underlying root causes, neurogenic, microbiogenic, toxicogenic, what we're talking about today, and when you get tested to discover which of these three do you have, if you have type 2 diabetes and you start clearing those interferences, blood sugars can start to reset. We've seen it happen over and over again. Sometimes type 2 labeled diabetics becoming pre-diabetic in as little as 90 days, and sometimes within six months clearing their A1C and their sugars and their insulin back to normal. Okay, so grab the ebook. A lot of the information is in there. Make sure you attend the masterclass because you're going to really be empowered at that event. Now, some of the most common sources of toxin-induced insulin resistance has to do with our daily exposure. So we know arsenic is a very highly toxic uh, metal that affects insulin sensitivity and the receptor itself. Our primary exposure to arsenic is through our diet and through drinking water. You'd be amazed the amount of even tap water that comes from cities that have low levels 
and potentially even levels that exceed the EPA. There was a study done and found that 13 million Americans are exposed to public drinking water with arsenic levels above the 10 microgram per liter amount, which is the EPA allowable amount. Many water supplies have never even been tested to determine the amount of arsenic inside of it. And so we tend to find that if you're in an area that has high levels of arsenic exposure to the water, because you're drinking and bathing and using this water, it can elevate your arsenic levels. Dietary sources of arsenic often come from seafood, rice, mushrooms, and many poultry products because they eat a lot of grains. So the chickens and you know whatnot, they're feeding them corn and rice and soy and oats. And so we see an elevation in arsenic inside of them. Uh, the challenge with arsenic is that it's extremely toxic. And one of the only ways that I know to test for it is with this toxicological heavy metal exam done through doctor's data and your hair. You can see in this example, arsenic is extremely elevated and can be an interference to the insulin receptor itself. Bisphenol A, which is a polycarbonate plastic, typically found in a lot of drinking bottles, uh, packaging of your foods, canned food items that are lined, many water bottles, um, even some implanted medical devices, including things like dental sealants and composites. The challenge here is that there are several studies connecting the dots between urinary bisphenol A and direct correlation to your likelihood of having type 2 diabetes. The threshold for doubling your risk is if you have a urinary output of five micrograms per liter, which unfortunately the majority of people that have been tested have found that they have that level of bisphenol A within their urine. Dioxins are another massive issue. They are a uh, industrially produced chemical toxin that is because of all of the various plastics and you know uh, industrialized ingredients that we have in our culture today. They include classifications known as PCDDs, the polychlorinated difurans, the PCDFs, and even the furans or the polychlorinated polybrominated biphenols, PCBs and PBBs. I know it sounds like Greek, but here's the thing. This is what we tend to find as being the main interference when it comes to toxicity for type 2 diabetics. So if you'd like some more information, visit AskDrErnst.com. We've got a commercial break coming up. And when I come back, how to identify these toxins, how to remove them quickly and safely. And this is your opportunity to grab the Diabetes Heal Thyself ebook. Text the word diabetes, your name and email to 704-906-2094. Again, 704-906-2094. It's the Ask Dr. Ernst Show. We'll be right back. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Welcome back. Happy Saturday. You're listening to the Ask Dr. Ernst Show. I'm your host, Dr. Aaron Ernst, and today we're discussing toxin-induced insulin resistance. Hey, if you're a type 2 diabetic or you take any sort of medications for your blood sugars, you may want to listen up. There's new research showing that toxins can interfere with the insulin receptor, making your sensitivity decrease and therefore causing your blood sugars to go up, making it possible that your diagnosis of diabetes is not necessarily 100% accurate in that it needs to be diagnosed as a toxin-induced. Take a peek at some research published here in 2019. Uh, the di is diabetes epidemic primarily due to toxicity? Yes, Dr. Joseph P P Pizzerano 
a naturopathic doctor, editor-in-chief of his own uh, publication, Integrative Medicine, showed that there's a correlation specifically to the amount of toxins in your body and your likelihood of developing type 2 diabetes. Endocrinology Today, March of 2020, just a couple years ago, uh, published a study showing that elevated ferritin levels are amplified in your risks of having type 2 diabetes. We know that ferritin is an inflammatory toxin produced by the liver when iron gets bound to a protein molecule. And according to the research, if your ferritin levels are north of 150, then your likelihood of developing type 2 diabetes goes up by more than 43%. 43%, guys, this is, this is a, an astronomical number. And yet so many type 2 diabetics who are trying to heal themselves have never had a ferritin test run by their physician, or they've never had toxicological exams run, which is what we do as functional physicians. Take a peek at uh, the Journal of uh, Genetic Expression, uh, 2021, the role of heavy metals in diabetes, mechanisms, and treatment strategies, implying that if you can identify, locate, and remove whatever heavy metal or toxin is affecting your insulin sensitivity, you can improve the outcomes of your blood sugars, lowering them over time, decreasing fasting blood sugar levels, decreasing your A1C, and as a side effect, engaging a natural burning process to give you more energy and to burn fat better, all while identifying what the toxin is. Here's a unique one that came out of a study that was connecting the dots between glyphosate which is Roundup, and the prevalence of type 2 diabetes in the United States, the unique thing is red line indicates the amount of genetically modified corn and soy that we use. The blue line indicates the amount of the spraying of the pesticide uh, or the herbicide Roundup. And then notice the yellow bars are the correlation and incidence of the elevation in diabetes in the United States. What was the trend before we started modifying corn and soy and wheat and using, you know, uh, Roundup glyphosate sprays? Well, we should be sitting around maybe 13 or so percent. Uh, we're in the range of, you know, a massive elevation in the amount of uh, incidence of diabetes in the United States to the degree that the U.S. population is now generally labeled as being overweight, diabetic, and having metabolic syndrome. Could glyphosate be a reason why you have insulin sensitivity and your sugars are elevated? Yes. Could heavy metals be an indication of why your sugars are elevated and your A1C is climbing? Yes. Could it be these persistent organic toxins that we tend to find in our environments? We talked about bisphenol A and the dioxins. We have to talk about the pesticides that we're exposed to, the polychlorinated uh, bisphenols and the phthalates. Like These all are ominous things, but you have to look at it this way. Every single day, we're putting stuff on us, we're putting stuff in us, and the level of potential toxic exposure has been elevating simply because we live in an industrialized nation where we're more toxic now than we ever were before. And the neat thing is we now have tests and exams that you can do, a very simple hair test. It's a hair elements exam. It's run by a lab called Doctors Data. We use this intimately in our clinic, not just for people who come in saying, I want help with type 2 diabetes, but for any major health issue. We need to screen and confirm, are there metals? Are there toxins? Is there an interference in your endocrine system preventing you from having your health? And if there is, 
then we can start to chelate, bind, and remove. So again, a short list, and if you'd like the complete list, uh, absolutely free for you today, download our Diabetes Heal Thyself ebook. To grab this, all you need to do is text the word diabetes with your name and email to 704-906-2094. It's full of all of the main interferences. It talks about the toxicological causes. It even has the test that you can do right now with an interpretive guide to help you understand what the test results are absolutely free. Text the word diabetes plus your name and email to 704-5, I'm sorry, 704-906-2094. And again, you also get absolute free access to our masterclass, Destroying Diabetes, which is coming up in a couple weekends. It's on April 8th, which is Saturday, 10 a.m. in the morning. It's a live event where I'm going to take you step-by-step through the functional approach to correcting and solving blood sugar imbalances, lowering your A1C. You'll hear from local patients and you know the people who have gone through this program and have reset their diabetes in as little as 90 days. You'll hear great testimonials of healing. And I think for you, it can be an opportunity for you to break free from this condition that affects so many Americans. So again, if you'd like to grab the free Diabetes Heal Thyself ebook, the word diabetes plus your name and email texted to 704-906-2094. Okay, so what are the toxins that have been in the research identified with causing insulin resistance and perpetuating your risks for type 2 diabetes? We discussed arsenic. It's actually a very common toxin that we see in a lot of people today simply because it's found in contaminated drinking water. It's found in a lot of food products that many of us consume on a daily basis. Seafood, rice, mushrooms, and poultry are the top sources of arsenic. And again, why? Typically because the animal products, the seafood that we're raising in farmed fished environments, the poultry that are being raised in sort of, again, farmed poultry environments are fed grains, corn and soy and wheat and things to this effect that are often sprayed with glyphosate, which we know is a direct correlation endocrine disruptor to increasing the likelihood of diabetes in the United States. And then the arsenic and things come through with that. So we know arsenic is a big player. Bisphenol A, the BPAs that are found in a lot of the polycarbonate plastics. So this is going to be the things you wrap your food in, plastic containers, plastic wrap, plastic water bottles, even uh, lined water bottles and canned food items. You know, we're becoming more aware of it today. So a lot of companies are beginning to remove the BPA, but it's still a big challenge because unfortunately, several studies have shown up to 75 to 80% of Americans when tested find low levels of BPA in their urine, which means you're excreting this toxin. We talked about dioxins and how they are a heavily produced industrial process that can create uh, insulin resistance by interfering with the receptor, blocking insulin's ability to open the sugar channel. Organochloride pesticides. This is going to be the things that are sprayed on fruits and vegetables. So if you're going through anything that is a conventionally grown food product, it is known to be contaminated with the organochloride pesticides. Exposures to this, even through drinking water and food consumption, has been correlated to an elevated increase incidence in type 2 diabetes. They've even done studies on farmers who spray the pesticides, and their likelihood of having diabetes is higher than someone who doesn't work in a farming industry. So if you're not eating 
organic foods, you, this is a, the step number one, right? Even some organic foods, though, unfortunately have cross-contamination. So the most important thing we can do is make sure your body's detoxing properly, that you're identifying these toxins and you're removing them to your best of your abilities. One unique thing is you can get a simple blood exam to determine the amount of toxins present in your body by looking at several markers. Marker number one that you should take note of is something called GGT, gamma glutamyl transferase. It's an enzyme that is responsible for recycling glutathione, and glutathione is your master detoxificant and antioxidant. So if you are heavily recycling glutathione and your GGT levels are elevated, anything over a 10 to 15, et cetera, on a blood exam, then we know that there's a toxicological process happening in your body and you have toxins potentially inducing insulin resistance. Another simple blood exam that can be done is looking at CRP and homocysteine. This is cardiac reactive protein or C-reactive protein. Homocysteine, these are inflammatory markers. So the higher your CRP and the higher the homocysteine, the more we lean towards a global toxicity. CRP should be somewhere between three or less when scored on your blood exam. So if you have a four, five, six, 10, we've seen even people up into the 30s and 40s, we're leaning towards toxicity. Homocysteine, again, should be in the range of uh, 10 or less. So when we're seeing 14, 15, 19, 20, again, we're thinking global toxicities. You can also look at your liver enzymes, ALT, AST. These uh, alanine transaminases will tell us if the liver is having difficulty with the methylation process, which is how you excrete and remove toxins. So even if you notice this, a simple blood exam, if interpreted properly, can hint towards global toxicity, or we can get very specific and do toxin-specific laboratory exams. For example, we have our doctor's data hair test that can look for heavy metals. We have a urine test run through Physician's Lab, which is a private lab out of Florida that can measure global organic toxins, looking for things like Roundup and measuring liver functionality. Again, if you're a type 2 diabetic taking medications to try to manage your sugars and no one has ever opened your eyes to toxin-induced insulin resistance, this is the reason why right now you're going to want to download this ebook. All of the information that you need on how to open your eyes to the root cause of type 2 diabetes is in the ebook. We also are doing our masterclass on the 8th of April. It's about two Saturdays away from today, 10 a.m. in the morning, and I'll teach you step by step by step how to identify, how to eliminate, and how to repair your body's detox process so you can start self-healing now and see your blood sugars drop, your A1C drop, and even your weight drop. If you'd like the free ebook, text the word diabetes with your name and email to 704-906-2094. That's 704-906-2094. The ebook is yours for free. The masterclass is yours for free. Health and healing starts to come once you begin a detoxification process. Now, what are some things we can do right now to start getting this stuff out? Let's hit each toxin that we've talked about and give you the natural method of excreting them from your body. Arsenic, which we discussed earlier, is known to, again, induce insulin sensitivity issues and potentially even decrease your production of insulin. There's research showing that the methylation process within your liver is impaired by arsenic. So if you support your methylation, which is by taking methyl donors, 
and even pre-methylated B vitamins, you can start to reduce the effects that arsenic has. Resveratrol has even been shown to help to detox arsenic directly from your body and help to eliminate it through your urine. Same thing with curcumin. So we'd want to use a methyl donor. We'd want to use methylated B vitamins. We'd want to increase our consumption of curcumin and resveratrol, and you'll start to see arsenic levels diminish. Bisphenol A is a unique one. The research shows that actually probiotic bacteria, Bifidobacterium brevae and Lactobacillus casei, have been shown to bind bisphenol A and help to eliminate it safely through your stools. Dioxins are a unique one in that quercetin has been shown to help to reduce the dioxic load uh, along with vitamin C. So if we use quercetin and vitamin C, we can decrease our dioxin load. The organochloride pesticides, so the things we find in our non-organic foods, the unique thing is N-acetylcysteine or NAC, which is a precursor to glutathione, has been shown in human studies to help to pull the pesticide from the liver and increase functionality of your insulin receptor and sensitivity. They've shown also too that quercetin, which is uh, something you can use as a natural antioxidant, can do the same thing with getting rid of the pesticides. Phthalates are reactive to alpha lipoic acid, resveratrol, and curcumin. So note how there are some simple supplemental regimens you could begin right now. But in order to know which one you have, this is why the testing is so vitally important. This is why knowing what your toxicological profile is the first step towards solving potentially what kind of diabetes you have. Because if it's type 2 induced insulin resistance from a toxin blocking the insulin receptor, you identify the toxin, you target its elimination, you create safe excretion, and then the body starts to repair by itself. This is why it's so important, again, to A, download the ebook so you can find the list of toxins, B, grab the testing information so you can identify which ones you have, join us for the masterclass on Saturday, April 8th, where I'll show you step-by-step -step how to do this, and you can kiss your high sugars and your A1C goodbye by cleaning your body out. If you'd like the free ebook, text the word diabetes plus your name and email to 704-906-2094. Again, in addition to the free ebook, you get access to the masterclass, which is on Saturday, April 8th at 10 a.m. in the morning. All you need to do is text your name and the word diabetes with your email to 704-906-2094. And all of the access and the information is yours for free. Here's something unique that's been sort of uh, touted, and we're going to talk a lot about this next week. If you can improve your global gut health, so getting rid of the inflammation, repairing your microbiome, reestablishing a healthy probiotic base, studies have shown that there's a connection between the function of your gut and the likelihood of you developing type 2 diabetes. This is what is termed microbiogenic, meaning the microbiome, the bacteria in your gut, can cause induction of type 2 diabetes. They can cause insulin sensitivity. They can cause your blood sugars to be elevated. So if we improve your global gut health, not only do you help to enhance sensitivity and lower your blood sugars, but you prevent a root cause. Listen to this. In animal studies, mannan oligosaccharide, which is a prebiotic fiber found in various types of mushrooms, as well as inulin found in garlic, onions, leeks, and asparagus, 
when consumed, instantly started to reduce fasting blood sugars and helping to promote a global better response with A1C in just a 90-day window. So simply adding specific prebiotic and probiotic fibers to your diet can drastically improve insulin sensitivity. There are studies showing that supplementation with lactobacilli and bifidobacterium improves various biomarkers, the GGT, the homocysteine, the C-reactive protein we see on blood exams, and lowers fasting insulin by promoting an anti-inflammatory effect within the intestines that in turn improves metabolic function and improves insulin sensitivity, thus lowering blood sugars and lowering hemoglobin A1C. We know so many people struggle with diabetes these days, and often it's we take a medication to try to manage symptoms, but many people still say, my sugars are elevated, I'm not losing weight, even though my doctor's happy, I'm not. So the approach in functional medicine would be, hey, listen, do you have a toxin-induced insulin resistance? The research is showing that it could be toxic heavy metals. The research is showing that it could be uh, elevated ferritin levels that you hadn't even looked at before. We also know there's a huge correlation between your exposure to Roundup and other organic pesticides that are found in food products and the likelihood of having insulin sensitivity. And the global effect, is the diabetic epidemic primarily due to toxins? The answer is yes. And we know the foundational ability for you to excrete these toxins is by enhancing your metabolic process, assisting your liver in detoxification, using things like N-acetylcysteine, glutathione, alpha-lipoic acid, probiotics, and making sure that your diet is conducive to engaging phase one and phase two liver detox. I'm going to go into much more detail on step-by-step -step how you can implement a three-step program like I just mentioned, clear the nerve tissues, clean out your gut, remove your toxins once identified, and you can see significant changes in your blood sugars, in your A1Cs, sometimes in as little as 90 days, and all it takes is you engaging, learning more about your health, and clearing the interferences. If you'd like more information, our Diabetes Heal Thyself ebook, again, is yours free. Text the word diabetes with your name and email to 704-906-2094. Hey, take a moment and join me for the masterclass that's coming up in two weeks. I know it's a little bit away, but I promise you this. If you carve out about an hour to hour and a half of your time and you're someone, either yourself or you have a family member who struggles with diabetes, this is going to help you get set free You'll hear from testimonials of patients who have gone through this program with uh, removing nerve interference, clearing their gut, and getting their toxins under control, and watching sugars and triglycerides and A1Cs level themselves out in a 90-day to six-month window. Do you have the potential for self-healing in your body? Yes. Do you need to engage in a learning process? Yes. Do you have to get tested? Yes. Can we help you save money and time by joining us on a masterclass? Yes. So why don't you take that opportunity now, text the word diabetes with your name and email to 704-906-2094. Diabetes Heal Thyself ebook, yours for free. Attend us to the masterclass on, August, or sorry, on April 8th, free. And all the information will help you to become the prevailing doctor, solve the underlying root interferences, and watch your blood sugar stabilize, watch your A1C come down, watch your weight come down, and watch your energy come up. Thanks for tuning in. I look forward to seeing you guys each and every week. This is Dr. Ernst with the Ask Dr. Ernst Show. Until next time.